0: Welcome to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. If you have any questions about mortgages or real estate, give us a call at 521-TALK. That's 521-8255. Here we go, the last weekend of summer. Is it already, eh? Well, Crazy. The boys are here, Curly, Larry, and Mo. Hello.
1: <laughs> Which one am I, Curly?
0: I'm not sure. Who's <laughs> <who.
1: All> <laughs> <three>. <laughs> How was the week that went past, gentlemen? Is well, you know, Frank was uh, enjoying himself. I was working, but it's um we're seeing we're seeing a definite. And Frank will feel this too. We're seeing a definite slowdown in the market, like we've been seeing for the last you know three, four, five weeks. Is that your dog, Frank?
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> Biting at of your ankle as soon as the show starts. They're <laughs> quiet until the show starts. It's like they know the show's starting.
1: But no, it was uh, it was a very quiet week. Um, you know, where I, I think we're starting to see that. You know, the market is starting to shift. There's negative news. There's negative press out there. You know, the market's dying. The market's bombing. The market's crashing. No, it's not. But will but there be like, such a thing as a fall pickup? Do you think? We we could see that. We usually see once the kids go back to school, we usually see a bit of a September October push. But you know, as we're seeing right now, the interest rates of you know that last three quarter uh, three quarter point hike uh, really put a damper on the market and. You know, if they, they, what do you think on the, in October there, Frank? Do you think a quarter or a half point?
2: Well, right now he's certainly speaking about the fact that uh, another increase is forthcoming, but time will tell. I think there's a couple of inflation reports that'll come out, and those two will determine uh, and the job report. But the job report has been so positive, like that's the one thing that's been the opposite is is the fact that unemployment levels are at historic lows, and and that. I think allows them the the opportunity to in, continue to increase prime because they feel like the workforce is solid.
0: Yeah, but most of well, those did. jobs are created by government jobs.
2: They don't... I don't know that they pay attention to that as much. And, you know, his job is to keep in, inflation under control. We had Ben Rabideau on last week who uh, who enlightened us on, um, you know, what his feelings are. And there's other experts. I was away this week, and uh, one of the economists that, uh, that was away... Uh, that was with us this time... Uh, suggested that he thinks it's it's midterm as far as how long it's going to take for us to get back to where we were. He thinks the time frame is more 9 to 18 months, uh, and then we might see a recession in that time frame. So he thinks, you know, leaning towards the spring or summer of next year before we start to see that recession and interest rates come back down.
0: Well, from what I've been reading, it looks like economists are forecasting a quarter point in October, December, and again in January to bring us up to 4
2: yeah, which would be unprecedented. Uh, it would be extremely high. Uh, and uh, I don't know, unless they change the stress test. And by the way, there is some talk about them revisiting the stress test. That stress test was put in place with that 2% above uh, p- uh, contract rate uh, was put in place to make sure that if rates went up, that you know the Canadians were protected and, and they could afford their mortgage. Well, Again, the experts today are saying that we're pretty well near the peak right now. So I don't think there's a reason to have two percentage points added to your contract rate because that's disqualifying many, many potential purchasers right now.
1: It already is. I mean, we have a lot of people that are sitting on the fence right now or not even in the market anymore. They're going to the rental market because they were first time home buyers you know, kind of up against the wall, very close to their peak. And now with all these rate h- rate hikes, they can't afford anymore. So now they're being forced to the rental market. And yeah. we're seeing it, we're seeing it quite a bit. The other thing we're seeing quite a bit right now, and I don't know if it's the right answer or the wrong answer, depending on what's going to happen with the market, but we have a lot of sellers who aren't desperate to sell. They want to sell, but they're not desperate. They're holding off to the spring now. They're they're not putting their house on the market. There's occasionally we're still telling some, listen, give it a month, put it on the market for a month. Let's see what happens. If you're not getting what you want, you're not getting your bites, you're you're not getting your showings, then maybe we take it off and put it on in the spring. But there's still a number of people who are sitting in this on the sidelines right now until the spring and not putting their house on the market, which, like I said, is it a mistake or not? You, you just don't know. There's still quite a few, quite a bit of inventory on the market. Um, and so maybe it is the right move to do is to wait. Who knows?
2: no question i mean it's been a big roller coaster ride i mean you look at where we were just a short seven eight months ago uh you know we were at the top of this roller coaster and seemed to you know never come down and all of a sudden when it's come down it's like that first fall when you're on a roller coaster it's like this steep steep drop which is exactly what we've seen not only on the real estate market We've seen it from opposite ends on the interest rates where we've unprecedented in a six-month period how much we've seen interest rates go up to the point where, like Paul was talking about, first-time home buyers, you know, they're looking at $1,000 more a month for their first home on their mortgage payment versus what it would have been had they purchased seven or eight months ago. So that's enough for many of them to say, I'll sit on the sidelines for now, and if I have to wait another six months or 12 months, it'll give me some time to save some money, increase my down payment, and hope that interest rates come back down.
1: I've noticed, uh, I've also talked to a lot of business owners right now who actually own their buildings. I mean, myself included, like I own both my buildings and with the interest rate hikes, my mortgage has gone through the roof on these commercial investments. And I I know a lot of business owners that are, Living same online. boat Do you know why because a lot of yeah. them are variables right a lot yeah. of them
2: a lot of the commercial mortgages have variable components to them so yeah. uh,
1: mm-hmm. again i mean
2: you know we talk about the interest rates going up and we talk specifically because of the fields we're in we talk about a variable rate mortgage or you know and how it impacts the real estate market but don't forget that businesses run on lines of credits a lot of businesses run run on lines of credits and even Every day, uh, the average Canadian has home equity lines of credits. while if you look at what your payment was six months ago on your line of credit, home equity line of credit versus today, it's significantly more. And for some businesses, it's going to spell disaster for them because they're they're going to either have to lay off employees or some of them may shut down altogether because they just can't afford to keep running their businesses.
0: Is that yeah. going to hit and new it's... construction hard?
1: Uh, well, we they're, go on, down. they're on lines of it credit It's slowed down, right? down, right?
2: Yeah. I, 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 I mean, they no longer have lineups of people waiting to buy. Again, I think the interest rates, because a lot of those those homes the builders build are for first-time home buyers. and therefore, they're uh, you know, if they're sitting on the sidelines, then they're not as busy as they used to be.
1: But there's also a lot of builders that do run off lines of credit as well. That's know? what I of mean. course yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah tons yeah, of yeah. builders, tons of builders. I mean, they don't have the cash to. I mean, a lot of builders have the cash, but you know. They like to cost live off has their, gone up. Yeah, their like gone up. Yeah, they love to live off their lines of credit, and right now And their lines of credit are super expensive. But you're right. I don't know if some. I've I've looked at a few builders right now, and I'm not sure if they're watching the news or understanding what's going on in the market because I've seen some of their releases, and their prices are way way higher than they should be. Uh, I mean, they're starting some of these single family homes by some of these builders in suburbia are starting over a million dollars now for a build. Wow, crazy. Yeah. It's what do you crazy. get for What do you get for that, Paul? Well, for a million dollars, I looked at this building the other day. Obviously, I'm not going to mention the name. It was an East End builder, a uh, very, very high-end reputable builder. But, you know, their 23 to 2,600-square-foot singles are starting at a million-plus. Wow. You know, like, you know, to get to 28 and 29, you're now into the, you know, 1.1, 1.2 to start. You know, and by the time you add your upgrades and your, you know, your fences and your driveway, you know, your, your driveway and your eavesdrops and your AC and your appliances, I mean... That's an expensive purchase, very expensive purchase.
0: Don't even get a tree for that.
1: You don't even get a tree. (laughs) Who knew that,
0: eh? suburbia.
1: (laughs) Don't even get a tree.
0: Frank, how many, what percent do you think of people that um, could have afforded a mortgage about a year ago have been disqualified now?
2: Probably 70 or 80% of first-time home buyers. Wow. Yeah. Because again, I mean, they were looking at it, uh, you know, and, and, and listen, of that 70 or 80%, maybe half of them still qualify, but it's not realistic for them. It's not within their budget to spend that much on a mortgage payment when they're uh, they're comfortable renting right now and their payments are 1000 to $1,500 less a month. They're looking at it saying, let's keep that money. Let's just continue to increase our down payment and wait until the interest rates come down before we commit to five years. And that's the other hard part right now is with prime rate going up as much as it has, the five-year fixed rate in some cases is better than the variable rate, which we can't say we've seen that. Ever since we started the show, the variable rate has always been the better bet. But with prime rate now at 5.45%, even if you're getting prime minus 1% of 4.45, you can get a five-year fix now at 4.59, 4.49. So you're almost in the same. And that's before we see any potential further increases. The bond market hasn't priced anything yet. It's remained fairly stable this week. Uh, but again, I, I mean, we're still six weeks away from the next uh, announcement. So, uh, you know, as the weeks progress, we'll see whether they, uh, they price in the fact that the uh, prime rate may go up again.
1: Yeah, Frank, you mentioned the, the, the rental market. And the, the reason or the, the, the way we know that these rates are really affecting the first time home buyers is there's 755 homes for rent on the market right now, which is really, really high. So when there's that many homes for rent, you would think the prices of rentals are coming down. But there's so many people that have been forced to the sidelines. The rental prices are actually going up, with all that inventory on the market. It screams prices going down. They're not. The prices are actually going up because there's so many people looking to rent right now. It's crazy.
2: How are they? I'm affording surprised their there's save? that many rentals. But, I, but <laughs> I'm surprised there's that that many that many rentals on the market. To be honest, well, with these. I,
1: I, is I'm that high? I'm, it's very high. But I'm not surprised at all because there's a lot of people right now who can't sell. So they're deciding to rent their house instead. So in one week we'll see, you know, tons and tons and tons of sellers that have just got fed up with not being able to sell. And they've turned their house into a rental now. So, and some of them have to, some of them need to do that in order to close. So yeah, we're seeing a lot, you know, it's happened to us. We, we're probably carrying more rentals than we've ever carried ever carried in a long time. So it's just, that's what's happening in the market.
2: But who and to- I also feel that I think a lot of them are, are seeking the expertise of a realtor to rent their properties because yeah. doing it themselves is very difficult.
1: Yeah, you. I used to say like sometimes people would come to me, the friends would come to me and be like, "What should I do?" I'm like, "Just stick it on Kijiji. It's going to rent, no problem." Yeah. Different story now. It's, I mean, you want you want to get top rent. You're actually negotiating rentals now, which is we haven't done before. The price was the price. Now it's negotiable, both ways, up and down.
0: How are people being able to save now if they're spending three thousand bucks a month
1: on rent? Well, it's a typical townhouse in suburbia. Like I just rented out one of my townhouses in suburbia, and I got twenty three fifty, and I gave them a deal. Wow. You know, like I could have got 24, 25 maybe, uh, but there's townhouses now that are in the twenty four to twenty seven range um, in suburbia right now, which is high for a rental. Just, just yeah. four or five years ago, it was fifteen hundred what you'd get for a townhouse in suburbia. Now, now you're getting twenty five to twenty seven, well, twenty four to twenty six.
0: Yeah, but you're three grand if you want a detached house, right?
1: Oh, if you at least three grand if you want a detached house. At least, I mean, if you want a a bigger detached, you're up in the thirty five to more. So quite expensive. Wow.
0: 521-TALK, 521-8255. We will be right back. We return to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Back with Paul Rushforth and Frank DePolotano. Frank, have you ever seen variable rate mortgages cost more than a fixed mortgage?
2: Uh, it's happened on a couple of occasions. Again, I've been around for 30 something years. So, yeah, see, I don't uh, remember because I'm too young. Paul, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 30,
1: 30 some years, Frank. And you started when you're in your forties, didn't you? Yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: No, no, we've seen it before. I mean, obviously, I mean, I was around the days of, uh, of, uh, you know, high single digits. So this isn't the highest prime has ever been at for sure since I've been around. But, uh, nonetheless, I mean, considering what we're going through today, it's um, it's probably more damaging than it would have been you know even though prime rate was higher back in the 80s and 90s this is more damaging in my opinion to the economy than it was back then because prices of everything was so were so much lower than the everyday stuff was was reasonable where now not only is housing cost expensive, but we've seen inflation really hit every aspect of everybody's everyday spending. So this is where I think everyone's feeling it right now. And statistics sometimes take six months to nine months, there's that lag of six to nine months before the true numbers start to come out. One number that we have seen that, have come, uh, that has come out is the credit bureaus are reporting the credit card debt is higher than it was pre-pandemic. So we're starting to see uh, you know, more Canadians get into debt on the higher interest rate uh, debt that they carried that really went away during the pandemic and now is back again at higher levels than, than uh, March 2020. And that's a concern for sure.
1: Well, everything's more expensive it's crazy this week actually was the first time i saw gas prices sneak down into the buck 39 yeah you know yesterday they're back into the 40s though they, they went actually went back up in my, in my area anyways i'm not sure about uh Stinsville. yeah i think i
0: just paid a buck 46 on my way in today
1: yeah, and I was down in the 130s at one point I saw. so. How much is it That's to a- charge
0: your vehicle now, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: what? The one thing about uh, the, um, you know, I've got a Tesla and it tells you, it gives you statistics. It cost me all of 37 bucks last month. So wow. uh, much, much cheaper than uh, gas for sure. Uh, But again, I mean, you know, a lot of people say we don't want all the cars to go electricity because, you know, the electricity grid probably can't handle it. I agree. The ideal scenario for us is to have half the vehicles electric, half the vehicles gas, so that they're fighting each other and they have to keep the cost down to make sure that they compete.
1: Well, I just saw this morning that Air Canada is bringing out 500 electric uh, uh, battery powered planes. Wow. Kind of scares me wow. because they say they they say they can go for about 500 miles. Well, I better hope they're not too busy that they have to fly around in circles wow. to land. <laughs> where, where do they yeah.
0: find a 500-mile extension
1: cord? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's <laughs> weird. I know. But yeah, that's, uh, that's actually a scary thought, planes going to battery-powered. Hey, Frank, what are
0: the conversations like for you for people that are renewing now? They can't be very pleasant really difficult for some they just cannot afford the
2: higher payments so they're you know we have to go into what's called a refinance instead of just switching the mortgage over now there's some lenders that are uh, you know the conference that i was at this week uh, the lender that i was with has said that they would consider just re-amortizing the mortgage on a renewal in certain circumstances so uh, that's that's a positive sight, and you know if we can get all the lenders to do that that would be extremely rewarding for people that that are renewing because you're coming off a five year three percent and now you're you know most banks are in the fives we've got non-bank lenders in the mid fours but most banks are in the five five and a half percent range so shopping around for your renewal today definitely makes sense uh, more than ever assuming that you qualify and again that's the challenge right for some people their income isn't very high and they don't qualify under the new guidelines. Therefore, they're forced to renew because as long as you made your payments on time, your bank is always gonna offer you a renewal and not re-qualify you. So therefore, you're stuck staying with them. But you know, I think shopping around makes a lot of sense, but there's a big gap right now. And for many of them that are coming up for renewals, some of them have to re because they just cannot afford the payments based on today's rates.
0: Isn't that an option for everyone? You can re can't you?
2: Well, you can re-amortize. Some lenders let you do it. Just They just go back to the original amortization. Other lenders will force you to do it through a lawyer where you have to actually, it's a, it's, it's a refinance. The difference between the two is that if your lender just lets you go back to the original amortization, you don't have to re-qualify. Right. Uh, you know, no no cost, no nothing. You just choose the term and that's it. If if they force you to go through a refi through a lawyer, what it means is that you got to requalify. So they'll pull your credit check. They'll do everything. And in some cases, you may not qualify. So therefore, you're stuck having to renew
0: with them. Paul, are you running into people now that are looking at homes that are not pre-qualified or thought they were and don't qualify anymore?
1: Well, we're just having to do our due diligence a lot more when we're dealing with other realtors or our clients or whatever, just asking the prudent questions about, you know, are they qualified? Yeah, they are. When did they get qualified? How long ago? Are you sure? Because rates have been going up really quick. Are they positive they're they're still qualified? Because the last thing we want is to get a home sold to find out that can't go through because of financing, but we are. So we're having to do a little bit more of our due diligence. You know, we're turning into a, a realtor slash mortgage broker by having to ask the right questions. And when we're dealing with clients, we deal with the same thing. We want, we'd like to see some proof that they're, you know, they are qualified. They, they, they can afford the property. Um, you know, and and when were they qualified? Because rates have gone up drastically in the last, you know, three, four, five months. Rates have skyrocketed. So, you know, we want to make sure that they're, and if they're not, if they haven't been qualified in a while, we'll send them right back to where they were and say, you know, just let's, let's make sure that they're qualified. Because the last thing we want to do is be working with someone buy a house and it falls apart on financing it looks bad on us uh, as as realtors it looks terrible because what it shows you is you haven't done your job and you haven't done your due diligence to protect the sellers even working with the buyers we still want to protect the sellers we don't want to you know we don't want to screw them by taking their house off the market to find out we can't get the financing so it's just respect and it's due diligence and it's doing the right thing for both buyers and for sellers
0: you must be seeing people push to the right to the limit now to qualify right frank
2: you're right at the limit in some cases you know we've had to use the strategy over the last few months we won't be able to use it anymore but you know place a client in a variable rate mortgage because qualifying for it is much easier even though they want to fix and i had one this week where you know the client said oh my god prime just went up another three quarters of a percentage point and uh but i had them qualified when prime was at 3.7 percent, and they got prime minus one which was 2.7 and then you had the two points qualified at 4.7 percent where had they taken a five-year fixed at that time the five-year fix was at 5.09 they would have had to qualify at 709 and they didn't qualify so two months have passed and now they're closing in two weeks and all of a sudden they're saying well frank now the rate's the same and i said but here's here's the interesting part is that two months ago the five-year fixed for them on a high ratio purchase was 5.09 Today it's 4.59. So choosing the variable not only to qualify because they wanna qualify for the mortgage, but now they have the option when their closing happens on September 27th, they can call the lender and con- uh, convert it from a, a variable to a fixed and they get the 4.59, which is a better rate. So again, the strategy worked, but you know, I said to him, I said, unfortunately, we didn't have a choice. You either were gonna get the house or you weren't gonna get the yeah. house because you didn't qualify if we had used a fixed-rate mortgage at the time.
0: I can't imagine um, anybody going for a five-year mortgage today.
2: Well, they are because, again, again, you got to look at what human nature is. Human nature is that we're seeing all these increases happen over a six-month period, and human nature is that they're going to continue. And Tiff Macklem certainly doesn't throw any water on that because he says that he's going to continue to raise rates. So for your everyday Canadian who doesn't follow finance, all they've seen is prices go up, prices go up. All you read about is prices of everything going up and inflation going up. So all of a sudden you panic and you say, let me lock in. I want to lock in. Most people, believe it or not, Steve, are locking in today.
0: Wow. But that's Agreed. such a yes. long time to lock in. You're locking in right at the top. Agreed. Right the top, but again, yeah.
2: they're scared. They're scared because they've seen the increases. I think the wise move is to stay variable because as rates come back down and they will come back down now it might happen six months from now might happen a year or 18 months from now but people aren't looking future they're looking over the next six months if prime goes up another one two three times it's going to cost us more and they'd rather just have a fixed
1: payment
0: wow i wouldn't i I wouldn't go any longer than a year
1: no frank before we go to break my mortgage and, and petra's mortgage is coming up in october 2024. What is my rate going to be? Do you think? Oh, it's, it's October, senior, You get the senior rate, Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two years from now, I think we'll be in the threes for a five-year fixed.
1: Threes for five-year fixed, and, yeah. and and a variable.
2: A variable. Well, again, prime rate is going to take a little longer to come down. I think it's going to happen very gradual. You'll pro- you'll probably get a better rate on the fixed than you might on the variable.
1: yeah right. Come on. Fair enough. I'm going Steve, can we clip? Write that it list? down. Can we save that clip? He said it's going to be in the threes. <laughs> <Okay. Yep. laughs>
0: 521-TALK, 521-8255. We will be right back. We return to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Back with Paul Rushworth and Frank Napolitano. Well, according to the Canadian Real Estate Association, across Canada, they figure by the end of the year, home prices will be up 4.7%. And then by 2023 for the year 2023, only 0.2 percent is what they're going to go up. How does that correlate with Ottawa, Paul?
1: Well, right now Ottawa. So when when he so you're saying in 2023 it's going to be flat, right? Which is yeah, which is sense. which is what I've been saying for the longest time. And we that was you know clarified last week when we had Ben on. Uh, he basically said you know he feels like we're at at or near the bottom of the price drops right now here in Ottawa. Uh, and he figures we're just going to go sideways from now on. And then if you remember last week, I said to him, I've been telling my agents that it's going to be a very, very flat 2023. Uh, and then I think in 2024, I think it's going to be a little bit more robust. As the the interest rates start coming down, we're still talking about the millennials and their, and their peak buying years. Lack of inventory is still going to be what's going to happen in 2023 and 2024. The pent-up buyer demand is going to be there. 2023 is going to be flat. 2024 is going to be robust, in my opinion. Right now, well, our inventory
0: has got to be higher than it's been the last two years, though, right?
1: Well, it's we're at 3,659 homes on the market. So we haven't gone up or down too much over the last couple of weeks, um, even though there are listings pouring on the market. Uh, rentals are really high. But, you know, in the last seven days, there's been 349 price decreases. And there's been 323 expired or canceled properties, which we haven't seen in, in eons through the pandemic. If I would have said expiry, I would, I, you would have said, what's that? You know, what's an expiry? You know, but we're seeing lots of inventory in certain markets. I mean, you're, you've got 254 homes in Orleans, 216 in Barhaven. Like there's just a lot. But what we did see last week was a huge increase in the number of listings by week, which is good, which means people are still trying to get their homes sold and get it on the market third week in a row, though, we saw a decrease in number of sold properties. But we did see a little spike upwards in the average sale price, which kind of shocked me a little bit. I mean, with so much so much inventory, when I say so much inventory, we're still way below where we should be. But according to where we were during the pandemic, we have way more inventory than we did have. You would think that the prices would actually start coming down with solds going down. But last week, we saw prices uptick a little bit, which is kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. But Saying that maybe we had a couple, you know, really big sales or something like that that brought that number up, but it was. So some of the numbers just don't make sense. You know, with that many listings going up, with lack with with the solds going down, you'd think prices would be coming down a little bit, like we've seen over the last four and five months. But last week we did not see that for some reason.
0: Well, that's interesting. That's yeah, very, it is. That's very it, interesting. And traditionally, fall is the second busiest time of the year, right?
1: Yeah. Usually what happens when the kids go back to school, our fall market, you know, becomes robust again for, you know, a couple of months, people still trying to get in before Christmas and that, but, you know, uh, we'll see when the numbers come out at the end of this month, where we are. I mean, we're definitely going to be down number of sales, uh, average sale price potentially is going to be, you know, maybe up a little bit, maybe a little bit flat, but keep in mind last year at this time is when our market was really starting to, to, to cool off. Yeah um and you know come july last year i think july was our last you know really solid month and then august september october we're actually kind of concerning it it feels similar to what it was right now but just a smaller scale last year you know my agents were like what's going on to this market like this is crazy why is it dying so quickly and then all of a sudden january came around and boom we just took off like wildfire so you know at one point we might get back to a, a more robust market but just right now it's it's you know hunker down and um, you know, do the right things to get the home sold. And, but more, more now than ever, your house has to look tickety-boo. It yeah. has to look really, really good. Don't give anyone a reason not to buy your house. And a reason nowadays, paint, clutter, cleanliness. Like those things are simple to do. You want someone to walk in your house and not, even if they have to paint a wall, people are walking out going too much work. You know so yeah they're back sure. to having
0: a bit of choice again right
1: they're back to having choice I mean I, I looked at in my old area where I used to live was you know was sort of like called Avalon notting Gate there's lots of homes in that area but there was 111 homes for sale 111 you know so it's there's a lot of choice right now for buyers in certain areas there's tons of choice especially on specific uh, uh types of properties. There's tons of choice. So you need to showcase your home better than the competition. And it's the only way you're going to get your home sold. When we were going through the pandemic, it was a bit of a, don't worry about it. Don't even do that. Don't pay. Don't do this. Don't do anything. Just get your house on the market. Right. It's going to sell. Now it's much different. Your curb appeal has to be amazing. Your inside has to look good. It has to smell good. It has to be clean. It has to be, you know, it just has to look like a show home in order to get your home sold in today's market
0: are homes assessing now by the banks frank
1: not bad actually i uh we had a couple of them this week
2: that i was a little concerned (laughs) and uh the appraisals came in according to what uh, the purchase price was which was enlightening considering one of them was purchased back in july so I was a little worried about the fact that the market may have come down but the uh but the appraiser came back exactly what the client uh, paid for it um the where we see it more is people that are trying to refinance their homes and they're still caught in a six months ago, seven months ago where everything was hot and their neighbors sold for X amount and they think that their house is worth that same amount because obviously their house is nicer and bigger and it always, it's always the case. Everybody's house is always nicer and bigger yeah. when they want it reassessed. <laughs> but uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, market values are market values and we can argue all we want with appraisers you got to keep in mind that an appraiser's job is actually on behalf of the lender and not on behalf of the borrower. So they're doing this appraisal for the lender. So therefore, they're taking that conservative approach, yet being fair with market values, but also acknowledging the fact that the lender wants an appraisal that basically determines what the value of the home is, should they have to take that home back and have to sell it and sell it quickly, not sell it waiting six months for it to sell. Uh Uh-uh. They're looking for a 30-day turnaround, and that's the value they want placed on that home. So are they coming back more conservative when it comes to refinance? In most cases, yes, they are.
0: What's happening with tax assessments now? Have they gone through the roof yet, or have they been done? Well, we haven't seen it
2: yet, but keep in mind, I mean, the impact, and we talked about a a few shows ago, impact um, reassessments are happening later on this year. And, you know, even though house prices have gone up, gone up dramatically from the last time they did it, which is six years ago, it's been six years since they did the impact assessments, there is a certain number tax dollar revenue that they collect. So even though house prices over the six year period may have gone up 25%, that doesn't mean your property taxes are going to go up 25% because it's all based on how much tax revenue they have to generate, property tax revenue. So mm-hmm. the possibility is there that we could see our property taxes go up 5, 6, 7%, or at least the assessment go up 5, 5 6, 7% when they do it uh, in November and December of this year.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it if they do raise it. So, which would be tough. I mean, people are already struggling to afford their mortgage with all these yeah. increases and now they're going to jack up property taxes. And
0: yeah, it's like yeah, the it's, perfect storm, isn't
1: it? It's, it's like the perfect storm right now. And I know there's lots of people that are struggling and, and finding it hard to survive with just everything. I mean, I got my snow plowing contract for my East and my West end office this year. And it's almost double what it was last year. And it's just like, what? And they're like, if fuel goes up more, you got to pay the increase. If salt goes up more, you got to pay the increase. No matter where you go right now, it is expensive, absolutely expensive. People are trying to recruit losses during the pandemic. They're trying to recruit. I mean, they have to. Wages have gone up now, so people are paying for those wages now. Um, I mean, McDonald's is hiring for seventeen bucks an hour. Like, there's everything is going up right now. It's absolutely crazy. Well, isn't this
0: a happy show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what though, you know what we are. It's a realist show. It's we're we're being realistic. It's it's a t- it's a challenging market to buy in and to sell in. It's a, a you know challenging market with the interest rates. It's challenging to to survive with all the prices of everything going up. It's it's challenging, and we haven't seen this in a long, long, long time. And it's. I mean, since uh you know i've been alive which is not very many years it's uh it's, it's the first time i've seen it that's for sure so are
0: you saying we put the real in real estate
1: we put the real in real estate yes we do we're not just here blowing smoke up people's butts i'm bragging, I'm bra- I'm bragging about ourselves
0: 521 <laughs> talk 521-8255 we'll be right back Turn to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk Five Eighty CFRA. So I'm on YouTube the other day, and I'm bouncing around, and up comes my buddy Paul Rushforth with some advice. How often do you do these videos, Paul?
1: I'm doing them a lot more. my My real estate my real estate coach finally broke me down, uh, and so I film every every week. I'll film you know seven to ten videos. Um, wow! Yeah, so every week we'll do that. Um, it's just, you know, this little company called Google, um, you know, says that, you know, about 80, 85% of all the content is going to be videos coming up, right? So you got to adapt to it. So we're doing lots of videos. The, the the issue is the coming up with topics all the time is a bit of a challenge. So yeah. I had a challenge. There's some good with, information right? there, though. It is. It is. We're a lot of times we're, we're taking questions that consumers have and clients have, and I just do a video on them. Uh, so yeah, we're all over social media, all over YouTube and stuff like that, just with lots of content. It's all it is content for people.
0: I like your disclaimer. Enjoy the content. Sorry about how I look.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I, I, I like the video where he says how to get a free breakfast. Team yourself <laughs> oh, up with Frank Napolitano. Yeah, yeah. How to that's, get a free breakfast that, every time. Yeah, I like that that's one.
1: A, that's actually a video I am going to do coming up. Thanks for that, Frank. <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, if you guys ever do get back to the studio, it's going to cost a lot more. Some restaurants are going up ten, fifteen percent
1: now. Yeah,
2: no a surprise, no surprise. I mean, come on. I mean, look at the cost of everything. I mean, uh, you know, we went to a restaurant, had a glass of wine, it was twenty-four bucks. Couldn't believe it for a glass of wine. So. Uh, restaurants are hurting, like I said, I mean, if this recession does hit, the restaurants are the first ones to get hit because they're the easiest thing that people can do away with without much pain and well, and they haven't rebounded um, yet, and they haven't well they're having they're having a hard time still staffing people right now. I mean, most restaurants that I go to say they're still struggling finding staff, so uh, and then add to that the cost of everything going up and the wages are going to have to start to go up. Listen, inflation brings wages up too and if wages go up then everything else goes up. So I don't think we've seen the last of the increases in prices for everything that we're uh we deal with on a day-to-day
1: basis. Yeah, I agree with that too. I mean, every almost every restaurant you go to right now is hiring. They're just they're searching for people and you know what happens there? It affects the service. The service yeah. is is not as great as it used to be. It affects the service and that because of that People don't come back to the restaurant anymore, so that's going to hurt them too. But you're right. They're so expensive right now, and it, we, we hit that recession. The first people that are going to get hurt are, are the restaurant industry again, which is a shame.
0: Speaking of service, I can't imagine anyone that needs a mortgage not going to a mortgage broker these days. There's just ah. – you have so much choice.
2: You do. But at the end of the day, I mean, some people are old fashioned and, you know, yeah, but how old is old fashioned? And,
0: you got to be 150 years old, not to realize that it's, it's not just for people that have a hard time qualifying. anymore. So so
1: your age then, Steve? Yeah, yeah. more or less. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but people are lazy
2: by, you know, some people, it's just easier just to do the renewal and not have to provide paperwork and not go through an application. For some people, they just want the easy route. And if it costs a little more, it costs a little more. Um, yeah, but aren't know, people shape- going to be
0: taken advantage of now if they just automatically renew? Because of course, banks. The are banks renew- right
2: now, the banks right now are anywhere between a half percent to one percent higher on their five-year fixed-rate mortgages. When it comes to either high ratio or even a a straight switch, if your mortgage coming up for maturity and you were previously a high ratio mortgage or the value of the mortgage versus the value of the house is 65% or less, there is a three-quarter to 1% difference between what your bank is offering you and what you can get through a mortgage broker. So does it make sense to to at least inquire with the mortgage broker and see what rate you can get? 100%, because we're talking thousands of dollars that you save. Yeah, big money. Yep. We're not talking $10. We're talking thousands of dollars right now.
0: How much extra... Uh- Business, you think the banks are going to retain now because people are afraid to shop for a mortgage that they won't qualify?
2: Well, I'll tell you what banks are doing, which is shame, is that they're calling their customers a year in advance and telling them that rates are going to continue to go up and they mm. should convert their three percent mortgage to a five and a quarter percent mortgage today. Give up that three percent for the next year on. Uh, the the risk that rates will be higher a year from now when their economists are saying the exact opposite. So that's that's what you're dealing with. They're I mean, not everybody's... charging
0: a penalty for that though, are they?
2: Yes they are. <laughs> yeah. So you're they're they're charging you an administrative fee, penalty, and they're getting you out of a three percent into a five and a quarter because they're telling you that rates are likely going to be higher at your maturity. That's what's happening, and some people don't know any better, and they just fall for it, and they go ahead with it because they're scared of what the outcome is going to be a year from now. Wow, wow, that's it's awful.
0: That, that costs a That's going to cost people a lot of money if they. Yeah,
2: do that. it's awful, awful, awful strategy by again profit-driven uh, corporations like that. It's awful to
0: see. Hey, Paul, if I need advice listing my house. What number do I call?
1: <laughs> Office number: uh, Paul Rushforth Real Estate 613-788-2122. and it's Paul Rushforth. No, what's my website again? <laughs> Paul com. <Rushforth.com. laughs> I was going to give my email address for a second there. I was like But if uh, th- th-
0: if I, but if I'm thinking of listing and I want to list with you, but I don't want to sell till uh, December, January, should I get you out now to take pictures?
1: absolutely that's I mean I I've hired uh, a videographer and a professional photographer and we're doing that right now we have a couple people that are listing potentially in Jan Feb or even as late as March but they're on a beautiful ravine lot and they face a park so I have my photographer already going out he's going out next week to start taking all the drone shots and the the photography and the videos and all just to the exterior so yeah if you're thinking of selling in the in the crappy months in the winter months when and and you have a nice yard and and a great location get us out quicker like uh, as soon as you can because we're already a week to maybe 10 days away from things turning brown Yeah like garden, even if you're selling even
0: if you're selling late fall early spring I'd want to show the pop of the flowers and everything yes. right now
1: Yes. So get us in the door sooner than later, we'll get the photographer in there and get all the shots so it looks great. I mean, we're still going to put your winter shots in there. But at least we'll put the summer shots. Well, I guess we'll call this the summer slash fall shots in there as well. So people can see your beautiful interlock and your beautiful deck and your pool and all that stuff get us in now very very important steve good point
0: and, and for those pictures do you take the plastic off the couch or do you leave it on <laughs> well
1: we're only we're only doing exteriors right now oh okay, I mean, most, okay yeah most <laughs> most likely if you're listing in the fall or spring you're not ready to to show the ex- interior anyways but we'll, well get yeah, the exteriors you, done you
0: missed my point you, <laughs> frank actually puts plastic on his exterior furniture <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we do <laughs> we and you should <laughs> and you should
2: but what you're gonna get with the italian homes are the beautiful gardens that they have the is yeah. just ripe right now that's what you're gonna get yeah Birthdays, Frank? Uh, yeah, our, uh, one of our best friends, Lily, Liliana, is uh, celebrating her birthday on the first day of fall, September 21st. Happy birthday to Lily.
0: That's it?
1: <clears throat> That's it. That's it. That's one. It. It, and Lily? Just one. Liliana. Liliana. Oh obviously uh, you have none. I, well, I do, actually. I, my transaction coordinator, Susan, has her birthday today. So happy birthday, Susan. And Paul Royce on Friday is one year with the company. So he's been in the industry for a long time, but one year with Paul Rushworth Real Estate. So it's the nice. anniversary of Paul Royce.
0: Paul at PaulRushforth.com, you know, Frank N at mortgagebrokersottawa.com. What are you going to
1: say, Frank?
2: I was going to say, if I did anniversaries of all my employees, I we need the whole segment for that. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have as many as you, Frank. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little guy.
2: Oh, geez. Have a great week and good luck, gentlemen. Thank you and support local businesses and charities, everyone.